When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Open Forum Wednesday. How are you on this Wednesday? Getting ready for the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals. I did a rant on this today. The LA Dodgers under fire, as they should be for their gutless stupidity. And they get exactly what they deserve. Seriously. I mean, it's just, it's a joke. It really is. Uh, But we can go in any direction you want today. Is anyone picking the Miami Heat to win this series? Seriously, I I haven't seen anyone picking the Heat. Of course, I didn't really see anybody picking the Heat to beat the Boston Celtics. And the last time I looked, uh, they won the Eastern Conference Championship. So uh, game one tomorrow. Then you got the hockey coming up over the weekend. Game one in Vegas as they take on the Florida Panthers. We are the last day of May. How about that? How about that? Hope you had a good holiday weekend, everybody. And uh, we are ready to roll right here on Listen Up. You know the routine. You uh, just hit that hand icon, and I will put you right up on stage with me, and we can get the show rolling. But really, you can go in any direction you want today if you want to talk uh, NBA. And if if anyone really thinks Miami is going to win this series, I'd love to know why. Do you think it's just momentum, the fact that they've already beat the number one seed, the number two seed? They were an eighth seed, and here they are. You know, it's really remarkable uh, what they've been able to do. So we've got all of that. We already got a couple of people that want to talk, so why don't we get the show rolling, and why don't we say hello to E-Train. Hello, E-Train. How are you today? Grant, how are you doing? Good, thank you. What can I do for you? Hey, have you heard anything about uh, Jimmy G's uh, foot surgery thing voiding his contract with the Raiders? Well, if that were to happen, and if he's unable to play, it could, but – uh, I was uh, watching JT the Brick, who's very involved with the Raiders, and he put out a video yesterday that he was in the Raiders facility in Vegas, and Garoppolo was in there working out, doing everything that he's supposed to be doing, and that uh, he'll be ready to go for training camp. So, you know, again, I'm just telling you what JT the Brick reported yesterday. Okay, thanks a lot, because I tell you, that would really concern me that I don't think the Raiders have a plan B if something were to happen to Jimmy G right now. Yeah, that would not be good. There's no question about it. No doubt about it. Perfect. Thanks, Grant. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, good to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Got a couple things. Wanted to Start by congratulating, obviously, you and your buddy for the Knights making the Stanley Cup Finals. We both said a while back that whoever won the Oilers' Knights series would probably end up in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, you know, I I actually think them going an extra two games against Dallas may not be too bad. I think Florida's had a lot of time off, and I'm not so sure if they're going to be able to continue with that momentum Whereas for Vegas, you know, I think it's a perfect amount of time off. So we'll see how that goes for games one and two in Vegas. Yeah, I agree. And then NBA Finals, Nuggets, Heat. I'm having a really hard time picking 
who I think is going to win this series because obviously you would think the no-brainer would be the Nuggets with how good Jokic and Murray have been playing. But Miami, they did it to Milwaukee, obviously with the Giannis injury. They did it to Boston. So, I mean, are the Nuggets really that above the caliber of Milwaukee and Boston? Um, They're more consistent than Boston this year. Um, As far as Milwaukee, when Milwaukee's totally healthy, I'm not so sure I would say that. But Denver right now is is on a big-time roll. The question, similarly to the Florida Panthers in hockey, have they had too much time off? I was just doing a show with Jerry on YouTube, Jerry Reynolds, and he, he thinks it will be a factor in game one. You know, that's a lot of time off for a team. Yeah, I think that the biggest factor in the series is going to be who plays better between Jamal Murray and the second guy in the Miami Heat? Because you know what you're going to get from Butler and Jokic, but is it going to be Caleb Martin? Is it going to be Bam Adebayo? I think the Heat really yep. need somebody to have a hell of a series other than Jimmy Butler to give them a chance. Yeah, that's a great point. I think you're spot on. I think you're absolutely spot on. I mean, Butler can't do it all by himself. Uh, so who will be that second fiddle for the Miami Heat. I, I think you're right on. Jerry Reynolds was telling me he thinks Miami is going to play a lot of zone in this series. Yeah, that's really interesting. Why did he say that? Um, he just thinks that their matchups are such that they are going to be better able to handle what Denver does offensively by playing a zone. And he, he just thinks he, we're going to see a lot of zone from Miami. Yeah, it's interesting. I think for my prediction, I'm going to say the Nuggets in six. But, I mean, I obviously I wouldn't be surprised if Miami made it, pushed it to seven or even one because of the Cinderella yep. they've been on and stuff. I mean, we know they were an eight seed like the Panthers in the NHL, but, I mean, they've rolled through one seed and every team to get here. So they're not just some average team, I and mean, they're here for a reason. Yeah, hockey, you know, it's not uncommon for an AC to win in hockey. I mean, it's not that big of a deal because goaltending factors into this so much. And Florida's had a, a very hot goalie in Probovsky. So, I, I mean, you know, that that's not uh, – like when I see a, a lower seed in hockey win, I don't even raise my eyebrows because it happens every year. In the NBA, you know, you don't see it. And yet what Miami did is remarkable, absolutely remarkable. Yeah, that's a good point. And one more thing for the NBA. I don't know if you talked about it on YouTube or not, but did you see the schedule for the California Classic? Because it could line up to be Victor Wembanyama's debut at Golden One Center, which would be pretty crazy. Yeah, it is pretty nice, huh? It's good that they included the Spurs. And there's one other team too, right? Yeah, the Hornets. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's good. You know, that's good. I'll tell you, you know what? Vladi had a great idea years ago about having this in Sacramento. And he really wanted the Clippers involved too, you know, with the Lakers. Uh, in other words, he, he, he wanted this to be a Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, but then it was Miami as one of the four teams. You know, it was Miami, Sacramento, Golden State, and the Lakers. And but his vision was, when it first started, to have all the, the California teams in this summer league. But it, it's it's developing into a really nice deal. It really is. Yeah, and then I have one more thing. Since it's Open Forum Wednesday, I've been kind of just thinking about this with kind of some of the rumblings about a new NHL team coming and maybe an NBA team 
some expansion talk and stuff. So I wanted to ask you if I don't know what team, like let's say you were obviously a New York sports fan growing up, but let's say you were a fan of a team in a different city and say that a team moved to your city. Would you stop rooting for that team that you've been rooting for your whole life to be a fan of the new team in your city? No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. No. No, if I was rooting for a team my whole life and another team moved in, no, I, I wouldn't start rooting for that team. I actually went through that, uh, although they didn't move from another city, but, you know, the New York Islanders were an expansion franchise in the 70s, and they literally played 10 to 15 miles from my house. And, you know, again, the New York Islanders, they played in Uniondale. I grew up in Syosset, you know, again, 15 miles away. And I hate the Islanders because, you know, I was a diehard Rangers fan. So if I had a team that I was already rooting for, now you said if I was rooting for that team in another city. Yeah. No. And a team and a team moved to my city. Would I stop rooting for that team? Me? Probably not. And the reason why I say that, Connor, I'm pretty loyal with my franchises that I've rooted for. You know, I've been rooting for them ever since I was pretty much old enough to walk and talk. And so I, me personally, I'm, I'm hardcore that way. I don't see myself changing franchises. So I, I think I maybe misunderstood you. You said if I grew up in a city, but I rooted for a team that didn't play in my city, right? Let's say I grew up in uh, Sacramento, but I didn't root for the Kings. And let's say I rooted for the Charlotte Hornets for whatever stupid reason. Okay. And, another team moved into Sacramento, would I start rooting for that team? Yeah. I, I, that's a great question. I would probably say no, but I, I can't say it with 100% certainty. How about you? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Like, I was kind of thinking with the Oilers, like, let's say, obviously, we know it's not going to happen, but let's say another major sports team comes to Sacramento, like an NHL team. Would I stop being an Oilers fan? I mean, it'd be really tough to have, I mean, hockey in Sacramento, that would be to have a major sports team like that. I mean, it would be pretty hard for me, but I think I'd have to. Stay All right. Well, let, let's use, let's use Vegas as a perfect example. They had no pro sports. Now they got the national hockey league in the NFL. There are a lot of people in Vegas, you know, root for teams. Okay. So did the fans in Vegas that rooted for teams outside of the market, all of a sudden become Vegas and Raider fans based on the fact that the Vegas Knights sell out every game. I would say the answer to that question is probably yes. You know, football is a little bit different, but that's a, that's a very interesting question. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. That's all I got today. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. The NHL is not coming to Sacramento. I mean, I think we, you, you know, you need to be aware of that. Uh, and now the MLS in my opinion, has gotten to a point where it doesn't make sense for Sacramento. Now, I'm not, I'm just speaking my opinion. San Diego just paid a $500 million expansion fee. Yeah, it's ridiculous for the MLS, in my opinion. All right, let's get to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Welcome. Hey, Grant. How are you? Good, buddy. What's happening? Oh, I was just, you know, thinking about this Miami Heat and what they've accomplished. And, you know, What's the difference between Miami and the Kings other than Jimmy Butler? Can Fox raise his game? 
to what Jimmy Butler does, or what, what's the difference between those two teams? Um, experience, and that's about it. Other than that, there's really not a lot of difference. Yeah, I mean, there's just not. Right. That's what I was just thinking. That's not that big of a difference. I mean, it, it's amazing, like you were just saying, how Miami's done this with just like with one one all-star. Abubayo has been – he's been on and off, and he hasn't really been doing anything. But give credit to those kids, those undrafted kids. Martin. Yeah. Come off the – you know, Martin having a hell Taylor of a – Taylor Martin's been great, yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, any any rate uh, – I was just thinking there's not much difference between the Miami Heat and the Sacramento Kings other other you know uh, other than Fox not being at Butler's level yet. Yeah, and I think Miami got a big break in round 1 when they upset Milwaukee when Adetokounmpo was hurt. I mean, I, I don't think they would have beat Milwaukee had Adetokounmpo not gotten hurt in game 1 and then he missed the following two games. So I, I think that had a huge impact in the series he was not 100%. You know, and let's face it, the Kings were the beneficiary of some injuries in their conference this year that made them a third seed uh, as opposed to maybe being a legitimate fifth or sixth seed. So you got to factor that in as well. Right. And what, what's the, uh, forgive me, forgive me. What's the name of the coach for the uh, jazz again? Uh, Denver, Denver, Denver Nuggets. Malone. Well, Malone. For, yeah. Uh, for the for, uh, jazz or Denver. Now you're confusing Denver, me. Denver, Denver. Denver yeah. Michael Malone, Michael, Michael, Michael Malone. That's why I'm rooting. I'm rooting that he got a raw deal in Sacramento, so I'm kind of pulling for him. I like his attitude, and I like his yep. spirit and the way he coaches. And I'm kind of I'm pulling for him. Me too. He's a great guy. I, I still stay in touch with him, and I'm very, very happy with him. For him. Yeah. yeah, he got a raw deal in Sacramento. All right. Well, you take it easy, Grant. Thank you for taking. Thank my you, buddy. Bye bye. Take care. Good hearing from you again. All right, let's get to uh, Wagus. Wagus. Good to have you on this open forum Wednesday. How are you, buddy? Good, good. Um, so I got. Um, so I was thinking about this. I wanted to ask you, and if if Jimmy Butler goes on to win this thing in the last three out of four years, you would say you had Kawhi win one, you have Giannis win one, and then Jimmy would have won one with essentially one, basically your main superstar, and then a good support group. Which one would be the best? Um, well, how would you rank them? Uh, I would rank them a Kumbo one. I would rank them. I'd probably go. That's a great question. I'd probably go with Dedekumbo, Leonard Butler. Yeah, and the reason why I was thinking about that, because, you know, in the past, ever since LeBron, or quite frankly, ever since, you know, Boston had their big three, we, we've kind of seen a trend of, you know, like super teams, right? And it's really nice to see, you know, what Kawhi did and what Giannis did and what Jimmy's now doing as well. So uh, I, I really want to pull for Michael Malone, but like, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ha half of my heart is stored, you know, it would be a great story for Miami. Um, so my next question is, which team has the best chance to make it back here? Well, I think that Denver does because they have a young superstar in his prime in Nikola Jokic. And okay. as long as Nikola Jokic is healthy, Denver's always going to be very, very good. Okay. And as far as um, uh, from a 
Boston point of view, like, you know, I, I really felt like they were the better team. And I just I just don't understand. They're just so inconsistent. Just like in game six, they were up by 10 points three different times. And they managed yep. to blew it all, all three times. <laughs> and it took a heroic shot um, or, or um, you know, yep. tipping. But I wanted to ask you, like, do you see Jalen Brown being on um, Boston? And if not, do the Kings have any chance? Uh, I don't think the Kings have a chance. I mean, I don't, I don't see it. Are they going to be able to pay that kind of money on a contract like that? What are they going to have to give up to get him? I don't think it's realistic. I really don't. I mean, here's the other deal. You're going to have to pay DeMontis a bonus in all likelihood, a super max deal at the end of this season. And then in three years, you're going to have to pay that to Fox. I, I, I don't, I don't see that being realistic. I just don't. He, he would be a perfect fit, right? He would be. I mean, you take Barnes out yeah. and put him in there. I mean, yeah. So something I was kind of, you know, wondering. So I don't see well, it happening. I don't see it happening. Yeah. And uh, what are you going to have to give up? What are you going to have to give up to get him? Uh, well, I mean, you would obviously have to have some sort of a package around. Ke- I hate to say it, but Keenan uh, Murray and uh, Malik Monk. Well. You know, again, I, I know, I know that'd be, that'd be kind of yeah. risky. Yeah. That'd be risky, but who knows? We might have a Jalen Brown, you know, in Keegan Murray. So, you know, so, uh, I guess time will tell. I'm just kind of curious, but, um, do you see him on Boston next year? I do see him on Boston next year. I mean, they've been in the conference finals almost every year, the NBA finals one year. I, I don't see them in a hurry to break that up. I know everybody's like, Oh, they're going to, they're not going to play together anymore, and I'm not so sure about that. But how are they going to keep them together? Um, because they both require max contracts now. Well, you know, I mean, that that is – are they going to be a tax team? Or are they prepared to go over the tax? I mean, I, I don't know the inner workings and the philosophy of Boston, but clearly they're not going to be a better team if they lose Jalen Brown. I don't, I don't see how they're going to be as good as they were. So it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting offseason as it pertains to that. There's no question. So forgive me about this, but a team can pay a guy as much as they want uh, yes. as long as they go over the tax or, or pay the tax. And In that situation, that- they can yeah. pay. That's correct. They can pay that, that. That's correct. They because of the way that contract works, they can pay him the super max. That's correct. And- go over the cap. That's correct. And and it goes over the cap, and then that tax does that does that tax money get distributed to all NBA teams or just the NBA? No, all NBA teams. All NBA teams. Okay. All right. And then uh, and then last, I just want to get your thoughts on Bob Myers uh, stepping down or m- moving away from Warriors. Well, I don't think the Warriors become a better organization without Bob Myers. I mean, I think he did a marvelous job there. I think most people understand that and. Mm-hmm. If you watch the press conference yesterday, I think that was very apparent that this is an individual that the Warriors are going to miss. Time will tell, right? Time will tell. I think he's leaving at the perfect time, to be honest with you. I think the Warriors dynasty is over. Um, I don't, I know Joe Lacob said that, you know, our goal is to win championships every year and doesn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, I understand that, but I think their dynasty is over. I think it's over. But, I mean, okay, first of all, didn't Jerry West help build that team together? Yeah. I think we forget about that. It it just, 
I don't know. It just it just seems like now the now the time is getting tough, and he wants to leave. He doesn't want to restart all over again, and that's what I just don't understand. So, but you know, I don't know about that. I don't know if I would look at it that way. Um, first of all, I, I wouldn't say that times are tough. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think times are tough. They or, or just going lost. To be tough. Well, you know, I I think all organizations go through periods of time where they're on top of the mountain and then they're not on top of the mountain and, you know, good teams figure out a way to not stay down for too long. But I mean, you know, we we're seeing that right now with the Spurs. That's why they were able to get, you know, the number one pick in the draft. They went from winning five championships. They lost all of their you know, good players at once and they, yeah. you know, descended and they were not really relevant in terms of a playoff championship caliber team. They went through a few years of lumps and now they're going to be back, on the way up again. You got to have a degree of luck as well. The Spurs certainly have been very lucky with the draft, yeah. but that's all part of it. You know, and then you look at Oklahoma City. You know, to be Oklahoma City, I think it's going to be one of the real yeah. good teams for a long time in the NBA. I just think to me, Absolutely. they're going to be one of those teams that you're talking about that are going deep into the playoffs every year. Yeah, and and I think uh the Jazz might be upcoming as well because the they have a lot of picks, yep. and you know, yeah. So, yep. I think uh, Danny Edge, he, he's done a great, well, or has laid the foundation. And and do you think that Danny Edge knew coming in that you know Mitchell's not that guy to take your next level, and that's why you got rid of him? Um, like, I, I Danny Edge has got a hell of an uh, eye for talent and right. what works and what doesn't work. I just think Danny came in and said we need to hit the reset button. I need to put this team together the way I want to see it. And I can get a lot for this individual. And, you know, they, they obviously got a, a, a tremendous deal with Minnesota and the Gobert deal, which, you know, turned this franchise around in terms of a bright future. There were a lot of moves that Danny made when you look at it that have proven to be already big time moves. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. The West is getting tougher. Um, yeah. So, all right. Um, last thing, you know, well, it's getting tougher, but uh, the Clippers, what about them? You know, I mean, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I mean, I, I don't know. They haven't been uh, the Lakers. The, the, the Lakers have uh, an aging team. Golden State is now on the decline. So whereas the West is getting tougher, eh, some of the teams in the West are getting tougher. And some of the teams that have been on the top are not going to be on the top for much longer. So yeah. things change, you know. Speaking of that, I was very surprised that Nick Nurse chose – uh, to, um, you know, coach Embiid, which obviously Embiid's a great player, but, you know, he could have easily gone and coached Durant and he passed up Durant over, over Embiid. Is that like a sign of like, hey, I think this guy has more years left than he does, or is that... How do you know he... What do you mean he, what do you mean he well, uh, passed over Kevin Durant? You don't know that. Well, uh, okay, you're right. I don't know that, but there were reports on there that he was actually interviewing for both positions. And he, That's correct, but you don't know if he would have gotten a job in Phoenix, and maybe he just feels like, "Hey, I, I don't want to be out of this, you know, too long, and okay. I can go to a franchise that has a, you know, a, a foundational piece in Joel Embiid, and I can be pretty good there." So, uh, fair enough. You, know, you have I to mean, look at it that way. Yeah. The report out was he he wanted to coach Embiid, and that's why he went there. But again, he could have easily twisted that because he would have, you know, I, I get it. He well, why would you not want to coach Embiid? I'd no, want to coach no. Embiid too. I agree. I'm just, I, I just, okay, let me ask you this. Which team is closer to winning a ring? Suns or Sixers? 
I would say the Suns because right. Philadelphia has James Harden on their team. Exactly. Yeah. So um, and and you know they have Booker and they have Duran and they've only so I guess what I'm saying is from a from a championship point of view, I, I feel like the window is right there for the Suns right now and. You know, we don't know what the six are going to look like. So from that point of view, I was yeah. But Nick Nurse like, may disagree with both of us. He may think Philadelphia's yeah. got a better chance in that conference yeah. uh, to do it. So you know, Nurse may he may that that's your opinion and my opinion, but he yeah. may not he may not share the same opinion. Here's the other deal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Jerry and I were talking about this over on YouTube uh, about Dave Yeager. Now Dave never won a championship like Nick Nurse did in Toronto, but. Terry Stotts is a very good coach and he can't get another job. And, you know, once, you know, sometimes coaches, they don't want to be out too long because yeah. the longer you're out, the more difficult it is to get back in. So, and I, I'm not saying that applies to Nick nurse, but you know, look at Mike Budenholzer. He's a guy with a proven track record. He's yep. still one of the coaches that is looking for work. I, coaches can be very funny that way. And it's not like Philadelphia doesn't have a chance. They do have a chance. Yeah. They, they're, that they still have very good players, but I can't speak for Nick Nurse. But a lot of times, coaches they don't want to be on the sideline too long. Grant, Philadelphia have chances here. They had multiple opportunities to close. close I know up Boston, and yep. and I really felt like they had enough to beat Miami. You know, because but yeah, all right. Well, I, I, it's just maybe maybe I took the quote the wrong way. Obviously, when you read a report, it just you know that's why I came out, and then it, and then there was another report that he was talking to the Suns, and I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, maybe he thinks in his head that Embiid's got a few more years left. So I, I'm just a fan, right? Well, why, so would just, you, well, 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 why would you think Embiid doesn't have years left? I don't understand that. No, no, well, what um, is it? Oh. Compared to Durant. Compared to Durant, like, oh, like more well, years left. And then that's what you know, I think there's a lot more that goes into it than the actual talent that's on the floor when you're going there. Ownership factors into it. A lot of things. You know, Phoenix has a brand-new owner that yeah, a lot of people don't true. know a lot about. There, there's, there, it, when you're a head coach, you don't just take a job based on the roster the right. way it is. Who's the general manager? How yep. do you get along with that individual? Do you have the same philosophy? All right, what about the owner? Is it a meddling owner? Is it a pain in the ass owner? Is it an owner that's going to be a constant pain in your ass and be a right. constant headache? All these things factor into a head coach taking a job or not. I got you. I, okay, all right, so – Kind of going back to the comments you made, you know, LeBron's getting old and, you know, Westbrook and, you know, I'm sorry, um, George and uh, Leonard. Um, you didn't say anything about Durant. Do, do you think he's on the – well, obviously he's he's up there in age, for, but 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 I guess watching him play, do you think he's on the back end here? I do think that Kevin Durant's show life is very short. I'll put it to okay. you that way. All right. I think his injuries and his age uh, – I I don't think he's got a large window of opportunity. I'll just answer it that way. Do you? I, I don't see how we could. I'll answer like this. And I just think that, well, um, okay, so like, like okay, uh, I'm not trying to compare him to LeBron, but how LeBron was in 2018, which I thought that was his peak year, and then, and then after 2020, LeBron started kind of going down a little bit, and, and you can see it. He can't carry a team anymore. I think that Durant is in the beginning stages of that. I think he can still carry a team, but I think it's only a one to two year window. So I think, I think right now, um, like like if this next year is Durant's 2020 of LeBron, you know, year where, where the last time we saw LeBron really. 
Maybe. And I know it was in the bubble, but, you know. Yeah. But also, LeBron didn't have a torn Achilles. He didn't have a yeah, torn ACL. True. I mean, true. these things do add up. It's, yeah. I, I know that we live in a, a world of incredible advancement from a medical perspective with surgeries and technologies. I mean, Achilles injuries, it was a minimum 12 months. Now it's seven months or eight months. I mean, yep. ACLs, if you, if you, if you tore your ACL, your career was over, you know, not too long ago. Well, now it's like, you know, minor surgery almost. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. But, it, it, but you, these things do add up on your body and they, you just can't ignore that plus his age and everything else. So, I think Durant's probably got – this is probably the year for him. I, I don't disagree yep. with what you said. This is probably yep. the year for him. Yeah, where he can still carry the team. And, you know, and as a sports fan and as an NBA fan, I really want to see Sixers do everything that they can to try to go get Damian Leonard and pair him up with Embiid because that would be a phenomenal one-two punch. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, uh, one thing about Philadelphia, they've got a – general manager who is infatuated with James yeah, Harden James for whatever Harden, yeah. reason. I don't quite understand that. Grant, James Harden is a great regular season player, right? It's just in the playoffs. And 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 even in the playoffs, there are just moments where he just I, – I don't know what happens to him. I, I've never seen anything like it. So, But, yeah, I, I do agree with you. So thanks for the talk as always. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. All right, good stuff from uh, Waggus. Let's get to uh, Jerry who chimes in on this open forum Wednesday. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm fine, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good, buddy. Hey, Grant, you know what? I uh, heard something about John Gruden meeting with the Saints uh, last week, talking about Derek yep. Carr's uh, strengths, and Wink says, you know what? I mean, what the hell is, is that about? Seriously. I, I don't know. I was surprised when I saw that, too. I, I really was. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. And Grant, what do you think the players uh, think about that? You know, the Saints are having this guy come in after all they don't the care. stuff that you think they don't care? <laughs> no, they don't care. They made, it's a not, no, they don't care at all. It's a non-issue with the players. They don't care. What they care about is are they going to win games this fall? And as far as that stuff, I, I don't. I don't think anybody on the team uh, is too concerned about whether John Gruden's you know, helping out as a consultant or whatever offensively or with Carr. I don't I don't think it's an issue with any of the players on the team. Grant, do you think that this could be something like they're trying to bring him in for a, maybe like a uh, like off, offensive coach, uh, just something like that? It could be, but I think they would have already done that. I mean, teams are already in camps and everything else, and then training camp starts coming up in about uh, seven weeks. So, I would say that's more unlikely, but I, I raised my eyebrows too when I saw that last week. I thought that was kind of odd that the Saints would be uh, having John Gruden come in and you know work with Carr and offense, and I, I just didn't make a lot of sense to me. And Grant, they're saying that you know Derek Carr he flourished under John Gruden as a quarterback. Really, uh, what has the guy done, Grant? You know, you know what, you know, four or five thousand passing yards, you know, and he says, you know, what has he done? I mean, nothing. I mean, seriously. I mean, he didn't do anything. He he didn't do do anything under John Gruden. John Gruden didn't do anything for Derek Carr, in my opinion. I I, I don't know why people would say that. I didn't think he flourished under John Gruden at all. I I didn't see that. Um, I saw the same inconsistent Derek Carr. I saw, you know, pretty much the same player. I personally think John Gruden's a very overrated football coach. I've always said that. 
I, I don't understand I it. Um, I don't think he's a very good football coach. And I'm, with that, I'm, I'm talking about head coach. He might be a great offensive coordinator. He might be this or that. But as a head coach, I've never been impressed with the guy. Grant, do you think John Gruden deserves another shot in the NFL? No. And uh, why would you say that? Because I don't think he's that good of a coach. I don't have a problem if he joins a team as a coordinator, but as a head coach, you know, I know he won a Super Bowl in Tampa, but he inherited that team, you know, and won it in the first year. Right. But I, I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he's a good head coach. I don't. And, I don't think he's good. I don't think he's good decision maker. I think he gambles too much. I don't think his game management is very good. Um, there's nothing about him as a head coach that I really like. I think he's very overrated. And Grant, let me ask you something too. Uh, like when the Raiders gave him that big old contract, uh, does does he Stupidity. still get that? Does he still get that money? Yeah, of course. Grant? Okay. Oh wow. To the best of my knowledge, yeah, if he did, well, you know what? Maybe not because he technically resigned. So I, I can't remember. He technically resigned as head coach of the Raiders. He didn't get fired. So I'm not really sure how that all worked out, to be honest with you. Grant, could it be something that he uh, said that he was going to resign, but behind the doors, the Raiders told him, hey, resign and we'll still pay you what we owe you. Yeah, I, I, of course. But I have no idea. There could have been a buyout. I, I really, in that position, with the pressure that the NFL was putting on the Raiders and the situation, I doubt very much they would have paid him the full value of his contract. I, I'm sure there was a buyout. I would have been very surprised if under those circumstances that the Raiders would have paid him every dollar. I, that would surprise me. Grant, you know what? This is something, Grant, I wanted to always ask you. Uh, do you think uh, the owner, uh, uh, not uh, uh, not Mark Davis, but the father, L, uh, do you Al, think, yep. Grant, with all the all the uh, shit that he uh, did to the NFL, do you think that the NFL wants the Raiders to fail? Oh, yeah, of course they do. That's why they're not Los Angeles. The reason why the Raiders are not Los Angeles is because of the Davis family. There's no other reason. They don't want, they don't want Mark Davis as one of the owners of the second largest market in the, in the country. I mean, think about this. When, when the LA Rams played in the NFC championship game against the 49ers, the place was completely full of 49er fans. If the Raiders played in that stadium and the Raiders were in a championship game, you think anybody would be in that stadium not wearing the <laughs> silver and black colors? Hell no. It would be all Raider fans every single week. L.A. is a Raider market, but the NFL did not want Mark Davis in the number two market. So they threw him a bone and they sent him to Las Vegas, but they didn't want him in the L.A. market. Of course they don't want the Raiders to succeed. Absolutely. That goes back decades and decades. That's always been the case. Very, very true. Yes, and 100%. And then, Grant, do you think that uh, Mark Davis knows that, that he can do something to the NFL, try to sue them for uh, them being biased against his team? No. No, that's already been done in the past. I mean, the, the Raiders in the National Football League are syn synonymous with court cases. I mean, Al Davis is few with Pete Rozelle. I mean, they even did a 30 for 30 on it. No, that's in the past. I mean, the, the reality is the NFL uh, has done very well for the Raiders. They gave them their own market. They gave them the Las Vegas market. And, you know, obviously Mark Davis is pissed because so many fans of opposing teams are in the stadium every week. Well, you know, you knew that before you went to Vegas. You know, a lot of people are going to go to Vegas. They're going to spend a weekend to go see their favorite team play. They're going to pay money on the secondary market to get their tickets. 
And if the Raiders are not going to be a good product, which they have not been, then what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of visiting fans at that new stadium in Vegas. That's just the way it is. It's part of the deal, and you got to live up with it. But in the meantime, you know, Mark Davis is printing money in Las Vegas. <laughs> and Grant, let me ask you one more thing, Grant. Uh, changing subjects here a little bit uh, about Dwayne Kuyper. He's saying that he's going to retire after this season. How much do you think that his brother being fired by the A's and by the uh, Comcast.net, whatever the fuck that is, I mean, uh, how much do you think that had to play in it, Grant? A lot. I think it has everything to do with it. I think it has everything to do with it. Yep. And, and I Grant, really do. I mean, uh, oh boy. I mean, I just, you know, Grant, I mean, I mean, Dwayne Kuyper, I've been listening to that guy for many, many, many He's years, great. Grant. And uh, I would have liked to seen him. Re- I would have liked to seen him resign the day that they fired Glenn. That's what I would have liked. I think they. Sh- I think Dwayne Kuyper should have said, "I'm done. I'm not working for you anymore." And the revolt towards, uh, you know, NBC Sports Bay Area and NBC Sports California would have been too much to withstand for that network because Dwayne Kuyper is a legend. He's a godlike figure in the Bay Area, and the fans would have absolutely gone berserk. And I think the, I think he should have resigned the day that they did that to his brother. And Grant, you think Grant that uh, would have been would it would have been uh, really bad for him to say something on air about his brother's being about his brother being fired, or do you think he would have got any kind of uh, like uh, like talk to about uh, being scolded? Don't say that about your brother. This and that. I mean, I mean, do you think he had the right to say something like that? I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Uh, there were talks behind the scenes. Okay. I, I guarantee that. I don't know what was said, but uh, guarantee it. I absolutely guarantee it. Again, I would have loved for Dwayne to resign the day they fired Glenn. Right. That should have been it. Dwayne should have said, I'm not working for you anymore and walked away. And had he and then- done that, had he done that, right? the backlash towards NBC Sports Bay Area and NBC Sports California would have been a lot, okay? Uh, because Dwayne Kuyper is a beloved figure. You know, he and Kruk, uh, their broadcast crew over the years have, have been great, all right? And it w- that would have been a big loss for the San Francisco Giants. And Grant, how would you rate Dwayne Kuyper and Mike Kruko? How would you rate them, Grant, from one through – Excellent. One through ten. Okay, nice. Okay. I mean, I, and, I, I can't rate them because I don't listen to every single local uh, broadcast, but I think they're excellent. They have great chemistry. They're obviously great friends. Um, they they're, they're they do a great job. They're very entertaining. They're conversational. Uh, you know, they're great. I, I don't know what else to say. I think they're great. They're a great tandem. I think they do a, a tremendous job. Giants fans are so happy to have the broadcasters that they do. And Grant, now the Giants lost today, so they're twenty-seven and twenty-eight. You know, Grant. I mean, I, you know, I, I told you this earlier. Uh, I, I see the Giants winning. Maybe I'm going to say maybe seventy-five, maybe eighty games this year. What do you think? I think that they're probably going to win more than that. I love what they're doing. They've got a lot of good young players. They made a lot of good draft picks, some really good trades, and you know they're they've been playing very well as of late. You know, you look at a team like the Padres that everyone thought was going to be right up there with the Dodgers. And, right. you know, they're what sec- second to last place. You know, they're behind the Giants. They're, be- you know, they're, they're a very big time disappointment right now, whereas the Giants 
are ascending, playing well. They got a lot of excitement right now in the Bay Area because of how well they've played. So I think probably more than that. I'm going to say I think the Giants are going to continue to play well. I love some of their new young players. And I think they're going to have I think they're going to have a pretty good summer. I really do. Okay, well, next to this thing, okay, you said that uh, you you anticipate them winning more. Uh, Could it be maybe you sneak into the playoffs? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the oh, National wow. League. There aren't a lot oh, of good wow. teams. There's a lot of a lot of the second place teams in the National League are not very good. I mean, they're they're really not. The separation is not that much. So yeah, I, I could see them getting a wild card. Absolutely, I wouldn't rule it out. And Grant, one more thing, sir. Since this is open day, uh, since this is open Wednesday forum. Forum. Um, yep. Yeah. Forum. Yeah, there you go, Grant. Thank you. Uh, how was your lawsuit? Uh, good. We are uh, once again right in the middle of everything. With our amended complaint, everything's been filed. Everything is in the uh, judicial system. And now we're just waiting on the judge. Well, Grant, you know, like I told you before, bud, you know what? I hope everything goes good for you, Grant. And, you know, hope you get a big old check, my friend. Get a big old check and just, you know what? Cash that check and be like, thank you, Bonneville International. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, again, if you want to get on before we wrap up the show, uh, raise your hand uh, and we will do it. Open Forum Wednesday, always fun. Had a good show with Jerry today. If you missed it, you can go and check out my YouTube channel if you don't like that at your leisure. All right, it's been a while since I've had a chance to chat with John. Hello, John. How are you? Grant, it has been a while. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Good to hear from you. Hey, how about our Vegas Golden Knights, man? I That seventh game, six. To nothing. That that was something something to behold, man. And I'm so glad that they freaking pulled it out. I didn't think it would take seven games, but it was six, six games. Out. Yep, six games. Six games, not seven games. Six games. Yeah, it was game six, six to nothing. Oh, did I say seven? Yeah, six. Yep. You got game it. six, hey. six nothing. Exactly. Exactly. That was that was something else. And Jimmy Butler, that guy. I, I like the conversation that you had earlier with Connor and also with Waggus. Jimmy Butler is so hard to root against because look what he has done so far. And I know everybody's like, man, he can't do it by himself. Well, he's not doing it by himself, but man, he's, he's leading those youngsters, his team. He is a leader on that team, much like Jokic is a leader on his team. Like, you know, like Magic Johnson was was a leader on his team. He was a coach on he's a coach on the floor. It's fun to watch. This is going to be one fun series, Grant. Yeah, it should be. And Jimmy Butler is. Um, I love the fact that you know after they lost Game Six, he said, "Hey, you know, if I had shot better, we would have won." You know, he goes he he puts all the onus on him, and I love that he doesn't he doesn't you know blame anyone else. He doesn't point fingers. It's all me, and I, I love that attitude. You know, I do too. I was going to say that he owned it. He straight up owned it. He looked in the camera, he owned it. And he's one of those guys who's like that. When he goes down, he doesn't wait for help. He gets his ass up by himself. That's just, yep. it's who he is. He owns it. I love that about him. This is going to be one fun series. And same with, uh, you know, same with the NHL. Uh, Connor had a fun question. Would you root for another team if they moved into your hometown? Well, I guess that would depend on, on your love of the sport. Which one? Like, I'm a football fan before, you know, before all. I love football more than all other sports. And I'm a D- Dallas Cowboys fan. 
it doesn't matter if they moved to freaking Afghanistan, I'd be a Cowboys fan. You know what I mean? Right. Raiders fans yep. are the same way. I know so many Raiders fans living here in Northern California. Well, check it out. They don't say they're Oakland Raiders fans, LA Raider fans. They're freaking Raider fans. They don't care where they went. And I totally right. commend them for that. So that it would depend on which sport is closest to your heart. And like, I'm a Dodger fan. Well, I'm a Dodger fan because my father and his father, my great grandmother, you know, Brooklyn Dodgers fans. So that's in the blood. But it's different with hockey. I became a hockey fan when Gretzky went to the Kings. This is a, about 30 years ago now. And I, I lived in San Luis Obispo, which is kind of between here and Los Angeles. So I kind of became a hockey fan then, and I was a decent skater. So that's when I became a fan. But when the Vegas Golden Knights came here, you know, this is only the third year in existence, I believe. That team was so freaking fun to watch. I became a Knights fan then. And I remember talking with you on the radio the, a day and we kind of had a similar conversation. And you asked, I think the next day, Annika Sorenstam, I think it was, and asked her about if she became a hockey fan or a Golden Knights fan also. And she said, yeah. So it, I guess it would totally depend on which sport, but that was a fun, you still got to think about it a lot. It was a fun question for Connor to ask. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sure that a lot of fans would start rooting for the team that moved into their market. I, I'm sure uh -huh. that they would, you know, so. Yeah, um, hey, I didn't root for the Kings when they were in Kansas City, but when they moved here and they, I moved here two or three years, I moved here in like 89. So a few years after that. And then I became a Kings fan after going to the games. Hey, Grant, I went to 20 games before I ever seen them win one. Okay. So it was pretty brutal, but. I get that's a fun question to ask, and I guess it would totally yeah. depend on which is your, uh, which which sport is closest to your heart. Well, I mean, Sacramento's Sacramento's a great example. I guarantee you, there was it nobody is. was a Kings fan in Sacramento nope. before they moved there, and as soon as they moved there, they developed a fan base, and there were NBA yep. fans in Sacramento that rooted for the Warriors and maybe rooted for the Lakers or the Clippers or the Sonics, yep. and then they became Kings fans. So, yeah, I, I think it all depends. I think that's very true. Yep, and hey, I like I'm saying, I am one of those, and I'm a very, very passionate fan. I mean, shit, look, I shaved my freaking beard on your. <laughs> I mean, you know, right. I'm a passionate ass I got fan. You. So yeah, I'm with you. That's a fun question, Connor. I commend you for it. And hey, happy Wednesday, Grant. I will talk See to you, buddy. you soon, buddy. All right, take care. All right, good show for you today. Really appreciate everyone's uh, calls and conversation. It's always fun here on Open Forum Wednesday. No show tomorrow. I'm not able to do a show tomorrow, but we will have a show on Friday. Hope that you are doing well. Always great having you here on Open Forum Wednesday. Make it a great evening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.